Hello, it's Jack here, and the reason that you're seeing an extra episode in your feed this week is because we want to give the Riddle Babies a chance to meet the Straw Babies, which is an incredibly confusing way of saying that what you're about to hear is the most recent episode of our other show, The Babysitters, Baby Elite, Elite Baby, Little Sister, Big Episodes, which we release every week on Patreon. Uh, If you like what you hear and if you'd like to support us, you can get a new Little Sister episode every week by subscribing to the show for just $5 a month at patreon.com slash bsccpodcast. In this episode, we are discussing the classic American novel, Babysitter's Little Sister number 32, Karen's Pumpkin Patch. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope that you will consider subscribing for more over at patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, thank you so much. I love you, and I also kiss you. In 88, Anna Martin wrote some new books that also became a cult. And now it's time. The Babysitters, Baby Elite, Elite Baby, Little Sister, Big Episodes. And we are back in action. Yes, we were back in action. You and I were at Monaco Speedway mm-hmm. last weekend. Which we bought. Which we bought, and it's actually in Monaco, which you know is the city that I own. Live on and shot in space. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, of course. I forgot. Yeah. And we were on my speedway in my city, which is hovering above the earth. Mm-hmm. And we were racing on the Monaco Speedway. Yep. Transformers, which is exhausting. You were in Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. I was in Megatron. Mm-hmm. You're just a gun, right? Yeah. So you were winning. Yeah, because you're just a gun, right? Mm-hmm. I we were so we were kind of stalled out at the start line. Yeah. Me and Megatron. Mm-hmm. You and Optimus were, had already lapped us once, and you were coming back around to the start line. Right. And we decided to do a, a bit of. Well, in the true Decepticon style, we decided to do a bit of sabotage. Yeah, very deceptive, and, and I was not expecting it. As you passed us, we shot you with our big laser. You uh-huh. exploded. Optimus exploded. You were close enough that you actually caused me and Megatron to explode as well. Uh-huh. They, I don't know if Transformers can die. Oh, I didn't but, check. Uh, there's if, a lot of If tears. they can, they certainly have died. They seemed very sad. It's just wreckage. And my crew is down there trying to clean it up. But it's... Ugh. Anyway. And you and I got pretty close to death. We were mangled. Yeah. But we use our... The Island clones to mm-hmm. rebuild ourselves. And that's what you meant when you said we're back, we're back in action. In action. That is what I meant. And it was nice to spend time with you. And we're able to do this because we are so very rich because from the Patreon. The Patreon. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. That $5 a month that a couple hundred of you send us, yep. um, it's what funds these Transformers races. It's, yep. what's, it's what funds me purchasing and bringing into orbit the city of Monaco, city-state yes. of Monaco. Yes. It's what funds me having clone. Yep. Having lots of clones. Yeah, one of my clones is just made out of bugs, <laughs> and I thought that would be interesting. Yeah, make I, you know what I said to my guys down in R and D? Make mm. me a bug, but clone. it's millions of bugs. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, 
And how is it? He's cool. He's called Richard. I had him over for dinner last night. He's very nice. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's lovely. Um, I have the AllSpark, and I use it as a doorstop. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, I saw that last time I was there. It's terribly radioactive. Yes. And how do you... And that's fine for you? or Well, because of the clones. Yes, of course. Yep. Um, but that's not what we are here to talk about, is it, Tanner? No. No. We're here to talk about a little sister book. About a little sister book, because it's a big episode, and it's a big show for big, big, rich people. Babies. Babies. Big babies. And it's called The Big Sister Little Episode Show. And this week, we're going to be talking about a big book called Little Sister Number 32, Karen's A Pumpkin Patch. Written by Big Ann. Written by Big Ann, and it's about pumpkins, and it is Ann's attempt at a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. It reminds me of the line from Macbeth, all my pretty pumpkins and their dam in one fell swoop. Isn't that it? It reminds me of mm. season two of Stranger Things. Ah, yes. With all those pumpkins. Yep, and the pumpkins. Uh, and it's very sad, and there's a lot of... Uh, you probably should do a warning. Uh, if if you were squeamish about pumpkin death or mutilation, yep. do not listen. So if you... If Jacob, my pumpkin clone, if you're out mm. there listening... Oh, please, no. I This one's not for you. No. You can skip it. There's a lot of pumpkin crime in this one, and I don't want someone who is a exact replica of me, except made out of pumpkins, to right. hear it. That and that and that is so thoughtful um, and lovely of you to say. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the book? Do you think it's about the mother of pumpkins? About the pumpkin mother? It's a novel about the pumpkin mother herself. Okay. And it is about loss. It's a novel about loss. She has the pumpkin mother gives birth to a litter this week. It is a story of a senseless death, many senseless deaths, and another senseless death, and another senseless death. And it is a story also, Tanner, of redemption. I hope Jacob's not listening. It is a story of hope. It is a story of new life born out of darkness and into light. It is a story of pumpkin death. And we did say that before. And so we gave you enough time if you have. Family who are pumpkins, or if you have pumpkin clone, or if you uh, just love have pumpkins, like a sexual interest and, in pumpkins, and if that's the case, and if that's the case, let me yeah. know. I can give you Jacob's number. Right, but um, it's very sad, um, and I think what we should probably do is describe the um, novel to our listeners and what happens in it, because um, okay. we've given people fair warning, and we do that via song, the. Via singing. Via singing, and it's my turn to sing. So what happens is I s- one that. of us sings the plot. I love that it's your turn. One of us sings the plot, and then the other one describes the plot in prose in case the first person left anything out with their singing. Um, and I texted you today because I've been having a problem with this song because I drafted it a, yep. a couple hours before we sat down to record, and then I practiced it about half an hour before we sat down to record. And whilst practicing it, um, I could not help but break into tears every time i sang it yep um, you texted me that and i said oh it must be gangnam style gangnam style yeah and i'm looking forward to hearing your rendition of gangnam style now. yeah and does that that one makes you cry i mean if it had sad pumpkin lyrics who would it 
Well, there's a lot of parodies out there. Yeah. And I think I have seen, I think Jacob did actually send me once a pumpkin parody of Gangnam Style, and there yeah. are some sad parts. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Ooh, wounded pumpkin. Right. Yeah. That part. Because yeah. everyone and their mother did a, a Gangnam, Gangnam Style parody part. back in the okay. day. Um, I texted you and I said, today was the day. This is the moment. It was inevitable. This song was always going to happen. Yes. One day. And today's the day it happens. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sing. It's um, it's very long. Great. That gives me time to really to get back in the, the cut here. And it's very long. There's like a pretty long breakdown in the middle. But it's like pretty intense for me to sing it. So I won't be able to do like great banter during okay. the breakdown. Because you really have to psych yourself. Up I've, I've just because I'm at this point at that point in the song I am usually very emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's hard for me to kind of get out of that and and try to do jokes. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you, as is traditional, to mute yourself. I think muted. So I don't have muted, to baby. hear you. Have you and you muted, have muted baby. yourself. It looks like muted, baby. Tanner has muted himself. So I'm going to start the song. There's kind of a long lead in. I'm also going to minimize Tanner so I can't even see him. Um, and I've I've hit play on the song. Great. But there's a it's it's got a long a long intro before before I come in. Okay. Okay. Oh, son of a bitch took my song. This was my song. Look at me. This was my song. Pumpkin patches. She's winning the prize. Son of a bitch. She'll present her good for applause. Why are you doing an accent? He doesn't have an accent. The dangerous Halloween night. Mr. Q, great. When the hoodlums get in. Before Watson can even close the door. Pumpkin patches, an old pumpkin dies. His intestines fall to the floor. Her baby's a pumpkin boy Jack-o'-lantern that was hers All gone now Cause the smashes got them all Oh now see the pumpkin patch again Invite Miss Coleman's Undertends to buy them Hide your pumpkin from the members of your glass Karen Or they'll steal it Pumpkin patches and boo-boos inside (laughs) 
This garden needs a better door The stranger smashes her prize Fatal pumpkin rides And then the pumpkin There will never be a pie Dies Oh, now see the pumpkin patch again Invite Miss Corbin's under-tents to buy them Hide your pumpkin from the member of your glass garage Oh, the stealing Oh, the stealing And this is the, this is the long part This is the big breakdown Yeah And he's weeping Oh my god Jack, it's okay Okay Jack, it's okay. You don't need to weep. It's very sad. From the members of your glass cabin Or the stealing I can see the pumpkin patch again Fight Miss Coleman's under-tempted by them Hide your pumpkin from the members of your glass cabin Or the stealing Oh, the <sighs> that was oh that. Oh my gosh. I, you're still muted and I can't hear you. Oh my gosh. Here, that was lovely. Thank you. That was mm-hmm. my song, and you took it, and I said I was going to do that song. You said you might do it one day, and then I said, oh, I'll probably do it. And then, lo and behold... And uh, it was my song, and you took it. A uh, book that was about basically the subject matter of this song, which is when a pumpkin dies, but another pumpkin is born from the seeds of that pumpkin and it's the cycle of life and I can feel it coming back again and it's the pumpkin patch again. Right. And it's yes. impossible for me not to do that song. No, it was perfect and I don't, and I'm angry at you and <laughs> yeah. I'm upset, but I can't <laughs> blame you for finding this opportunity. Yeah, it's impossible not to sing this. Right. Mm. It was good. It was beautiful. It fit the the theme of the book so well. Did you uh, cry as well? I 
didn't cry, but I guess you didn't hear me because I was muted, but I was trying to to tell you, I was trying to keep you from crying because I saw yeah. during that I got very emotional. interlude, you were weeping. Yeah. It's a very and emotional you song. pull it together right yeah. in time to get right into the the next verse, but yep. it was good. It was very descriptive. Do you want me to kind of pave in some I would of the like that. Yeah. gaps? Yeah. Could you say what el- what happened in this novel? Yeah. I think, and so, then we'll- We'll kind of feed off of that a little bit. It's almost time for Mischief Night. Mm. Yes. So confirmed, Little Sister does share a universe with the Babysitter's Club Mysteries. What the heck? And they're on the same schedule as us, because we just read on the same last schedule. week yep. a novel about Mischief Night. Yep. Very scary. And it is Mischief Night in Stony Brook. It is a made-up holiday that they only celebrate in Stony Brook. They don't celebrate Halloween. They just celebrate Mischief Night. Right. And... It's essentially identical to Halloween in every way. Um, Watson decides that the garden needs tending. Right. And he conscripts Karen mm-hmm. to get out there and help him. And while she's out there, it's the first time she's been in the garden all year, she notices that Watson has accidentally planted and harvested An entire, hundreds yeah, massive of pumpkins. pumpkin patch. Yeah. An entire field, acres of pumpkins. Yeah. And no one noticed. No one no in the one family noticed. knew it until until this day. And then Karen says, ooh, there's a particularly big pumpkin out there. Right. I would like it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to name it King Kong. And right. Watson says, you may have it, but in addition to King Kong, you must take and care for and be responsible for all, all the, the pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah. So Karen schemes to... Give away or sell all the pumpkins she can to friends and family members. She opens up a pumpkin patch called King Kong's Pump- Pumpkin Patch. Right. Um, in the process of doing that, she begins to worry about King Kong's safety. Right. So she builds a house around him. Right. And then a scarecrow called yeah. Irv. And then the classmates come. They pick out some pumpkins. Um, as I said in my song... Invite Miss Coleman's under tens to buy them. Hide your pumpkin from the members of your class, Karen, or they'll steal it. And then she wants to get King Kong as big as she can so that she can submit it to the Mischief Nights right. Festival pumpkin contest. But then uh, tragedy There's strikes. a rash of crime. Tragedy strikes. And this is so I knew that I should look for Kong in the street. The pumpkin smashers must have gotten to him on Mischief Night says Karen and I when I was a young lad yeah I like the pumpkin smashers I saw them in concert I yes saw them at the the second Lollapalooza they headlined they yep. actually weren't very good I think they were all very high on on cocaine um I liked the pumpkin smashers too when I was maybe 13 or 14 yeah. it felt very cool at the time to be into the pumpkin smashers yeah and it was, it and was it, right and, when yeah um Misery and the Infinite Sorrow came out. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we lionized them. Uh, we w- watched them receive their Moon Man awards on MTV Music Television. Uh, we sang along to their hit song "This Evening, This Evening." We uh, enjoyed their uh, nostalgic hit uh, "1989." Uh, yep. And. Uh, that's what the Taylor Swift album is actually named after. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The pumpkin But seeing them in this book and seeing what they did in this novel. Right. 
I really changed my viewpoint because uh, they are they did so much damage to so many pumpkins. Yeah, they smashed them all. They did toilet papering. They did egg throwing. Yeah, and it's just there's like four of them in the band, right? Yeah. How did four people do that much damage to one sleepy Connecticut town? And <laughs> they must have worked through the night. It must have. Yeah. Um, very sad. Uh, and I, I won't listen to their music anymore because they get Hanny's Pumpkin, Martha as well. Uh, and Kong dies. And that's actually, so that actually brings me to my first segment. Okay. And it's a name generator. Beep, mm. beep, 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 beep. What is your. Pumpkin name. Pumpkin name. And here's how I think it works. So before we started recording, Jack said, did you capture this name generator? And I said, no. And he said, neither did I. We'll work it out on yes, Mike. And so there's two named pumpkins in this book. Right. The first is named King Kong. Right. Or Kong for short. Or Kong for short. The second is named... Martha. Martha. So here's how I think it works. If okay. you are a... Male identifying individual, uh-huh. you find a B movie monster that shares the first letter of your first name, and okay. that's your pumpkin name. Great. If you are a female identifying individual, uh-huh. you find a former first lady okay. who shares the first letter with your first name. Of any country. Of any country. Yeah. Yes. And that is your pumpkin name. And if you don't identify as female or male, or you identify as both, your thing is that you. Find a deity from the Dungeons and Dragons universe that ah. shares the first letter with your first name, and that is your pumpkin name. Okay. Let's see. So I got to find a movie monster. J- so if you write movie monster J, and this is kind of scary, and a scare warning. If you okay. write movie monster J, what Google autocorrects is movie monster Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. And they mean the movie monster. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Don't you think? Uh, do you think so? Is Jabba the Hut? Hmm. Is Jabba the Hut a movie monster? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's just either. a guy. He's yeah. just a guy, right? He looks he's different from people, but he's, he's a just a guy. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's not Jabba. Okay. This is hard. This is hard. List of movie monsters. Okay, I've got mine. Well, yours is easy because it's. Fucking T, and it's probably like T Rex or something. Nope. Okay, what? Mine is tomatoes, comma killer. Ah, that's the killer tomatoes from Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Okay, okay, that's good. So my name is Killer Tomato. My pumpkin name. That's really good. The 1978 American comedy horror film Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Do you want me to do look up yours too? Because I'm on a good site. What is it called? A list of movie monsters? It's called movie-monster.fandom.com. You can be Julupuki. Hell yes. Also known as Santa Claus or the Yule Goat, the main antagonist of the 2010 Finnish comedy horror film Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Jack Attack. There's a guy called Jack Attack. What's that from? In the American comedy horror film Demonic Toys. Jack Attack is a demonically possessed jack-in-the-box. That sounds great. Actually. That's a little too close to what. Ooh, I, I clicked his picture. He's very spooky. Is he? Okay. All right. I that's, think that's a me. scare warning. Okay. Okay. If you're playing along at home, scare warning on Jack Attack. Yeah, very spooky. Okay, that's who I am. 
uh, unless I am Jojo the Clownzilla. No, Jack Attack. Great. That's my pumpkin name. Oh, okay. Okay. What? I just clicked through on Jojo the Clownzilla and scare warning. Oh, no. Very <gasps> spooky. Very spooky. From the 1988 American f- horror film Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is it's very scary. Very scary. Okay. So that's my, my uh, pumpkin name is Jojo the Clownzilla reporting for pumpkin duty. And what's your name reporting for Pumpkin Duty? Killer Tomato. Tomato, comma, killer. Reporting for Pumpkin Duty. Let's hope we don't get smashed. And we probably will by Billy Corgan. Um, Yeah, yeah. Or Bill Corgan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's continue with the plot. Yes. Uh, It's so Mischief Night is approaching. Karen sells a number of her pumpkins to her classmates and some of the fine folks of Stony Brook. Right. She's still very proud of King Kong. She's going to submit him to a contest. Oh, um, she does this wonderful thing while she is talking to uh, some like random citizens of Stony Brook. She advertises everywhere. She does this thing that is called uh, so you know teens. Um, I not not personally, but you know of them. I know of them. I don't know any. Um, what they say when somebody is being this way is that it's. I was about to say. Okay. Yeah, my sister's a teenager. Oh, God, but she's probably like 37. She's 28. Okay. (laughs) Facebook wants nothing more than for me to be friends with your sister. Like so much so so that they've stopped recommending that I befriend any other person. Yeah. It's always like anytime I log in, they're like, are you sure you don't want to be friends with Ava? Yeah. You should be friends Uh, with her. She's cool. Well, I'm waiting for her to ask me, so... Oh, well, she's a little coy, you know? Yeah, well, there we go. I just hope that they're doing the same thing to her, that they've got it stalled out on me. I doubt it. Yeah, probably. It's because you're friends with my mom and me and my wife. They probably think I'm in your family. They're like, why aren't you (laughs) friends with your own sister? (laughs) You two are tagged together a lot. You must be family members, right? Um, so the teens, like Ava, uh, when someone is behaving this way, they call it extra. 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 And, uh, extra, extra. Yeah, it's you know, like the TV show from Newsies. Okay, look at me. Yeah. I'm the king of New York. Yeah, you know how teens are always referencing Newsies? Yeah. That's what I it comes from. I'll tell you this. When yeah. I was in high school, my best friend Jim... Played the Newsy soundtrack in his car a lot, so that was yeah. at least two teens who yeah. used to reference Newsy. Well, and now that's become like it's really snowballed, and all the teens are, are referencing Newsies. We and, were kingmakers in that way. Yeah, you, me you, and Jim, you started the trend, and and they say the the the, the line from it, which is extra, and it, what it means is when someone's behaving, making news, extraordinarily, extraordinarily, oh, right. and making news, and making news. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, it's not a segment I don't think but this is I thought this this passage which I really liked is Karen at her most extra 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 should I say extra extra don't good. you say extra extra read all about it yeah. and I'm doing the theme song to the TV show extra okay and I'm talking about the movie Newsies yes yes okay uh, here's what happens yes a bunch of fucking Stony Brookites show up at Watson's Pumpkin Patch. Oh, you know what I should have done instead of the theme song to Extra? Oh, man. Can I tell you a Old Man Yells at Clouds story? Yeah. That this just reminded me of? Yes. 
this wasn't teens. It was um, it was tweens, and they were on my block the other day. It's so hot here, and they had set up this very professional looking lemonade stand. And you called the cops on them. No, I didn't call the cops. Where's your uh, yeah? Where's your permit? Yeah. No, I was like, I was like, oh, how sweet! Some tweens have set up a, a lemonade stand, and then I was like, oh, you know what? I don't have any change. I only have a dollar, and I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give these girls a whole dollar for their twenty five cent lemonade. Like, fuck it. I just want to be that guy. And I showed up and I was like, hello, young ladies. And they're like, hi, mister. We're selling lemonade. Five dollars a glass. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I I had my hand in my pocket and I just like pulled it out. And I was like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I don't have any change. I don't have any. Leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. That's extortion. And then, you know what the the tween said? They didn't skip a beat. The tween turned to me and she was like, that's okay. Do you have the app? And then I was just like, I just ran away. <laughs> what app? I don't know. I think there's like a l- lemonade From stand Martin. app. Okay. That that they like they had like sent away for the stand, and you could just like PayPal them through the five dollars is too much for a just cup fucking, of lemonade yeah. unless it's the best fucking lemon. I mean, it's not too much for me because I'm a rich man, but unless it's the best lemonade i've ever had in my life no my neighbor said he bought it from him and it was garbage and it was like a tiny cup too what if it has like peyote in it and it like gets you lifted oh okay well that would be would you pay five dollars for a hit of peyote from tweens no i feel like who else are you buying hey jack yeah who else are you gonna buy peyote from i don't know if not tweens yeah i guess i don't know yeah, I think you're probably right. That makes sense. Okay, well, anyway, so Karen is selling pumpkins, and everybody at Stony Brook dutifully shows up, and then the following thing happens. Once, a stray cat gave birth to a litter of kittens in our tool shed. Daddy said I could find homes for the kittens. That was an important job. I knew I could not give the kittens to just anybody. I had to find the right home for each kitten. I figured it was the same with my pumpkins. Do you like pumpkins, sir? I asked the man. Uh, well, yes. Uh, w- what do you do for a living? A living? I repair cars. And where will you be keeping this pumpkin? Karen, what the fuck are you doing? Asked Sam. <laughs> <laughs> he was standing behind me. <laughs> I have to make sure this guy is going to give the pumpkin a good home, I whispered to Sam. For heaven's sake, said Sam. The point is to sell pumpkins. If you do not get rid of them, they will rot. Right. So anyway. Sam spends the rest of the day. Selling, the selling pumpkin. pumpkins because yeah. Karen has to go inside and cool off. Yeah, because um, yeah, Karen is terrified of her pumpkin babies being harmed in any way. She builds a house around Kong. She yep. builds a effigy. Mm-hmm. She creates an effigy of the Gray Man to protect the pumpkin. The Gray Man from the Babysitters Club mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Look at the cover of this book. Okay, I'm now, but I'm scared now. So the Gray Man is uh, the arch criminal mastermind behind the babysitters club mysteries as we've learned in our other podcasts and i'm looking at this cover now <gasps> what color is everything except the hat that this scarecrow oh it's a gray its man and he has this like oh line on his face that it's where his mouth is supposed to be and he's l- staring grin blankly everything else is in color Everything else on the cover is in color, and she does put one of Christie's Christy Crusher hats on his head, but everything else, his balloon head, his coat, his legs, are all 
gray. Oh, that's Karen so was trying scary. to, in order to scare off the citizens of Stony Brook and yeah. Crows, was trying to invoke the gray man with right. Irv, her scarecrow. Right. Which actually brings me to my second segment of the evening. Yep. It's a name generator. What is your... Scarecrow name. Scarecrow name. And this one is a little more straightforward. Okay. The Scarecrow is named Irv. Yeah. So I think what we have here is find a 19th century American author whose last name shares a first letter with your first name. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And shorten their name, their last name, to one syllable. Okay. Because I assume that Irv is named after Washington Irving, author of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. There's somebody uh, on our Facebook group whose name begins with I, who recently was like, fuck these fucking name generators. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which I appreciated. 19th century American authors. Okay, and I found mine. Okay, I've got one. My, so my my author is Harriet Jacobs, uh, who famously wrote Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl in 1861. And my scarecrow name, therefore, is Jake. Oh, Jake. And that's that's actually my... I have a friend named Jake. Oh, great. Are you and thinking he... of me? Because it's Jack. No, no, no. I'm okay. thinking... Sorry. He, he actually... Because we're friends, I call him Jake, but he goes by Jacob more often. Okay. He's... Uh, my pumpkin clone. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. My scarecrow name is... And they have to be American, I said? You said, yeah. Twain. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Jake and Twain. I was going to go with Turg uh-huh. for Ivan Turgenev. Turgenev is how Turge- you Tur- should say Turge- that. Turgenev. Yeah. Um, but he's Russian, so. I took Twain. a Russian literature class in college. I took a bunch of them. So I say Turgenev instead of Turgenev, and I say Nabokov instead of Nabokov. Okay. And that, and that is the kind of person that I that I am. And that yep, is I know that. how I pronounce those. And I just wanted to get that out there. Um, that actually brings me up. The, the You admitting to the kind of person you who you are yeah. actually brings up my next segment okay jack i was curious mm. if you happen to have this mm. week a conflagration of the senite ah it's so much easier when we do it that way They're like and when, suggest- when i say senite i obviously mean um burn of the week one half of a fortnight yes. so this could be your first conflagration of the fortnight. It could be your second con- right. conflagration of the fortnight. It really depends on what half of the fortnight we are in. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, and the reason you kind of being a shit-eating asshole about how you pronounce Russian names mm-hmm. um, is because my burn is on you. Okay. Okay. Fine. Great. And here it is. Mm-hmm. At London Brawley on Twitter. 
On today's BSCC podcast episode, I loved when Jack Shepard made the throwaway comment that he didn't date anyone in college. It feels like a fact we all just viscerally knew without needing confirmation. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. (sighs) I like that. I like that. It's true. I can't. That was my burn because I didn't. I didn't actually find one in the book. Well, uh, my bird is also from out of the book. Okay. Uh, and I feel less bad about it. I was going to say that I'm rich and I can do whatever the fuck I want, but since there's obviously no burns in this book, and we um, and I've set the precedent. Yeah, and you set the precedent. I'm going to feel free to just say this, and it's from the uh, pavement song. Okay. Range life. Yep. Which is on crooked rain, crooked rain, or is it on bright in the corners? Oh, I don't know. Come on, you Why don't you ask know. all the girls you dated in college? <laughs> don't. don't. <laughs> uh, it's from Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. Um, and it goes like this. Out on tour with the pumpkin smashers, nature kids, I, they don't have no function. I don't understand what they mean, and I could really give a fuck. And okay. It's, that's a and burn that's, on. That's yeah. how it goes? This, this tune of the song is that? Yeah. It's, it's a, like that. It's a burn on the pumpkins. It's a tone like that. It kind of is. It's Stephen Hawking, and it's like uh, he goes on to burn the Stone Temple Pilots. Out on tour with a smashing pumpkins, nature kids. I, they don't have no function. I don't understand what they mean. I could really give a fuck. Okay, good. He says. Stone Temple Pilots, they're elegant bachelors. They're foxy to me. Are they foxy to you? I will agree. That's not a burn. Billy Corgan apparently got really upset at Stephen Malcolmus for this song. He says they're foxy. No, he the says he says the Stone Temple Pilots are foxy. He says the Pumpkin Smashers are nature kids, and they don't have no function. No, I, that's true. And then he says, "I don't understand what they mean, and I could really give a fuck." It's yeah. a pretty harsh takedown of the Pumpkin Smashers, but it's also all very fair. It's fair, but Billy Corden kind of proving the point of this song, which is like why it's like the song is about wanting to have a. Oh, sorry. What did I say? Billy Corgan? William I don't know who that is. Corman. I think you're thinking of Billy Joel Armstrong yeah. from Green Day. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, wh- what is it? Will Corgan. Will Corgan uh, proves the point of this throwaway diss by getting – he got really upset and tried yeah. to start a beef with Pavement. And Pavement was like, you're not going to out-cool us. <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't fucking try. <laughs> they, the weird thing is they're both cool in their own ways. Yeah, but yeah. One of very those, different kinds of ways. One of them lasted. One of their, their the air of coolness around them lasted, and one didn't. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. I mean, like, Pumpkin Smashers were like way bigger around the time that Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain came out, right? Than Pavement was. But where are they now? I don't know. And Steve Malcolmus and the Chicks they're are still on, they're just being talked about, kicking on the- ass. Paywalled Patreon. 
<laughs> what I, I I cannot wait for at the end of this episode to see like you lost one subscriber, <laughs> <laughs> William Corgan. William Corgan. <laughs> and there's a new subscriber, yeah, Stephen M. <laughs> That's good. I love that we both brought our burn of the week from outside of the text. Yeah, no because, burns in the and book. And put none in there. You know who what you know what there was in this book though? Yes. Is a moment where a single mm-hmm. pearlescence. Nice. Yeah, I was say pearl like or um just skip it, say alabaster or something like that. Auto paint terms. <laughs> <laughs> a single Pearlescent, um, acrylic urethane, <laughs> agglomerate, um, anionic electro deposition, like tear, mm-hmm. rolled down my alabaster, alabaster metallic cationic electro deposition. Um, chemical cartridge, respirator, like cheek. And you know what's fucking crazy, Tanner? Is that that is exactly what happened to Optimus Prime on the race track. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's what I saw. That was the last thing I saw before we jetted off of the island. I fear the wounds are fatal. Prime, you can't die. Do not grieve. Soon I shall be one with the Matrix. Prime. Uh, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm recording in a new space this week. Yeah. Uh, the straw babies and yeah. the lights just keep clicking off every 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, yes, and this is our tearful moment. Oh God! And can we just do a moment of silence for Optimus? Yeah. How long? Is that long enough? And I was. I'm actually doing it. And okay. Is that what it? And I, so I'm. I'm. Do you need me to like say start? Yeah, that would be helpful. And then also probably say stop. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna start now. Okay, and we're and we're in it. And then you so the moment of silence is when I hit when I say we're gonna start now. Yeah. We stop talking. Okay, great. And then this is for the memory of your friend and your vehicle. Right, and the savior of all mankind. Optimus Prime. Yep. Right. And when when do we start? And then can you tell whoever's in the background shouting it's that my, we're actually doing a moment of silence for That's my Optimus. human human child. Can you tell them we're doing a moment of silence for Optimus? Okay. Cyril, we're doing a moment of silence for Optimus Prime. Okay, and we're going to okay. start now. Okay, starting now. And I've started, and the lights went out in your room again. <laughs> <laughs> and starting and, now. Okay, and silence for Optimus Prime. And this is this is a moment um, I think that we all have needed for a long time and have wanted to share... I'm just it's I'm feeling the dead air is that and that's okay right and you're but, Jack you're in a lot of pain mm-hmm. and Optimus was your friend so I'm gonna let you do this the way you need to okay um and if that means talking over mm-hmm. the okay 
moment of silence. That's yeah. fine. He, he was your friend, and I okay. know you're going through a lot right now. But okay, so starting now. Now, and um, uh, I, what is there to say about a giant truck that can also uh, become and that's then that's it a kind of and that's robot? The silence is over. Except that the AllSpark was in our hearts all along. And did you cry during this book? Yes. Yes. Say when. I turned around and walked in the other direction down the street. I passed the broken jack-o'-lantern. Then I came to a gigundo pumpkin mess. I knew it was calm. I sat on the sidewalk and I began to cry. And then there's a devastating portrait written by, uh, drawn by um, Suzanne Tang here. Yeah. Susan Tang? Susan Tang. Susan Tang. Kong, I said. How could anybody do this to you? You were the most beautiful pumpkin ever. Now, you cannot be in the contest. You did not even get to see Halloween. This is so, so sad. Yeah, that was my tearful moment as well. It's fucking horrifying. The pumpkin dies. He doesn't even get to see Halloween. And Martha dies as well, and all the pumpkins in this novel die. And then they find like a weird cat-shaped pumpkin, and it gets second place in the weird-shaped competition but it's no consolation and please join me with this yep until we join me come on this. no no okay oh Danny boy <laughs> the pipes the pipes are calling from glen to glen across the mountainside the summer's gone, and all the roses fail falling. It's you, it's you must go, and I must buy. But come ye back when summer's in the I did have to mute you. I'm sorry. And is that for for Optimus or for? Do you um, want to do one for Optimus too? Maybe a different song. Songs of I'm I'm already googling songs of mourning. Oh, we could have that just be for Optimus and for uh, for Kong. I wouldn't. And here's so this one. So join yeah. me on this. Okay. This one is for um, Optimus Prime. Okay. Um, the first one was for King Kong the pumpkin. This is for Optimus Prime. And okay. you ready? Yeah. Would you know my name If I saw me in heaven And would it be the same If I saw you in heaven I must be strong Carry on 
Prime. R.I.P. Optimus Prime. Yep. Um, Tanner, is Karen two mice? Mm. Very interesting question. Yeah. Bring me there. Okay. I'm going to read you this passage. That day, the librarian showed me two very wonderful books. One was called The All-Around Pumpkin Book by Marjorie Cooler. The other was called The Biggest Pumpkin Ever by Stephen Kroll. I especially liked Mr. Kroll's book. It is about two mice growing a big, beautiful pumpkin for a contest. Just like me. Two mice growing a big pumpkin for a contest. And that is what Karen is doing. And she says that's what she, it's just and like her. And that is what she is. She is two, two mice. mice growing a pumpkin for and a that's contest. i just i guess i huh. asked you the question and there is precedent for this yeah right mm. Stuart little right there's one but that's one mice and Stuart little two. Oh, that's two mice yeah okay yes right yes and they're mice with human-like um mannerisms mm-hmm. it's never stated in these books up until now and this is book what uh 29 30 32 jesus god it's never stated in these books and we're on book 32 that she's karen is not two mice it never says that she's a little girl it never says that she's one mice and it never says she's not two mice right so compelling yeah case closed do you think but actually it has said yeah. it has said she's two mice mm. it's never said she's a little girl it's never said she's one mice it has says that she's two it mice. has said she's two mice now yeah. okay and so that's I guess we're just going to have to incorporate that in our discussions going forward. I'm wondering if we should re-record. Do you think we should go back? Start over. Because it changes the way you think about a lot Colors of the books. the whole series. She's two mice. Right. Like that, the Karen's Kittens takes on a much more terrifying tenor now that you okay. realize that she's two mice. Okay. And yeah. you know what else it changes? The, the kind of meaning behind a little bit? Hmm. Yeah, one, two... Mice is kneel before are you. you. That's what, what I, I said. said now. Mice is mice is who adore you. Just go, go ahead. Now. Right. Yep. It does change that. It and kind it, of it's yeah. ripples. Yeah, and it's ripples within ripples, and and we have blown the lid off of that, and that that's that's by the the uh, hit band um, Doctor Suspense, the, the spin scientists, and uh, and we have blown the lid off of their song. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Tanner, before we leave, um, I would like to uh, introduce and then immediately deliver on uh, the best segment. It's about the best person, and you'll know what it is because you can hear the spring sounds that are playing beautifully in the background, and um, and it's bees, and it's flowers blooming, and what the segment is is the segment about our favorite person called Natalie Springer, and it is called Springer Has Sprunger. Yep. Which just happened? Um, and this is. Did you catch this? <laughs> I caught a Springer is Sprunger, and I bet they're the same. They yeah, no. Right. There's only one moment. It's when everyone comes over and to look at the pumpkins, and Karen is like desperately. Karen trying. has built a house around Kong. She built a house around a pumpkin. Him. She doesn't want anyone to see it, but of course, it like draws more attention to the pumpkin. And then the following thing happens. Hi, said Natalie. Nice pumpkin patch. Where is Kong? Kong is not for sale, I told her. I know, but I want to see him. Guess what? So did everybody else. I sighed. I glanced at David Michael. He said, hey, everyone, come and look at Irv instead. Karen made this scarecrow by herself. A few kids wandered over to Irv. His head had shrunk. Jesus, this is a frightening scarecrow. 
But Natalie saw Kong's house. Karen, what's that? She asked. Oh, nothing. Just the house where my pet snake lives. Your pet snake? Natalie backed away. Bobby leaned over the house and looked more closely. That box is covering a pumpkin, he exclaimed. I can see the pumpkin stem. My friends gathered around the box. I bet that is Kong, said Hank. Well, don't lift it up. Karen keeps her snake in there, shrieked Natalie. (laughs) This is not a pumpkin patch. It's a snake patch. Yeah. (laughs) Natalie... It buys it hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. Later, they like lift up the house. They reveal that the house was hiding the pumpkin. Everyone buys a pumpkin, and then Natalie is like, "I don't want to buy a pumpkin from a snake patch, so I'm just yeah. leaving." <laughs> She's her. She gets a little too freaked out. Yeah, and heads out. God bless her. Yeah, that's that was my Springer has Sprunger moment as well. Yeah, and it was a good one. And Natalie Springer is a national treasure, and I love her. I cherish her. Um, and she makes these books worth reading. Yeah, that is all of my notes this week, Jack. Uh, that's all of mine, except for just w- very briefly, we have this uh, segment on another show that we do. Um, so we don't have to introduce it in any particular way, but it is. And the child protective services are knocking down the door of Watson. <laughs> Get on the fucking floor! Put your hands over your fucking head! This is a raid! And you're in trouble! And my guys. And you're, you're in trouble! It's scary. And you're in trouble? Watson. Watson! Uh, Brewer. Brewer! You fucked you're up this time. You're going to jail for a long time for this one, you sick fuck! <laughs> Daddy, I said sometime during the afternoon, may I sleep in the pumpkin patch with Kong tonight? I have to protect him. Oh, honey, I don't know. But the pumpkin smashers have been making trouble. And anyway, now it is warm because it is Indian summer. Please? Sleeping in the patch will be just like camping out. Please? Finally, Daddy said I could sleep in the patch. Watson. You let your little girl sleep in the yard. Your daughter just told you that 90s alt-rock heroes, the pumpkin smashers, are prowling around the neighborhood, making trouble. Yep. And because she said police, you were like, oh, yeah, you could sleep outside. Yep. You're in jail. And you're and- fine with that. And now you go to jail and you're a sick fuck. Yeah. And my name is Detective Pikachu. Okay. And my name is Detective Bulbasaur. Mm, that's it for this episode, right? And that's it. And what we'd like to do is leave and to say thank you uh, to yep. everybody who has Thank you. My name is listened. Detective Pikachu. My name is Detective Bulbasaur. That's my child protective services name. My pumpkin name is Jojo the Killer Clown. Jojo the Clownzilla. Jojo, my pumpkin name is Jojo the Clownzilla. And my scarecrow name is Jake. Yep, and my pumpkin name is Killer uh, Killer Tomatoes. Tomatoes, come on, Killer. Mm-hmm. And my scarecrow name is Twain. Yeah, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting us. We uh, love you very much, and we kiss you very much. And this week we read a novel that was called Little Sister Number 32, Karen's Pumpkin Patch. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to be reading a little book, and Tanner's going to be singing about a little book called Little Sister Number 33, Karen's Secret. And I have to sing about it. And you have to sing about it. Okay. My baby's got a secret. 
Ooh. Yeah. And that's your, your, your incepting me? That's my suggestion. It's a Madonna yeah. song. I like it. Um, I probably won't do that. In the meantime, I am Jack Shepard. My name is Detective Pikachu. And Lisa is Mommy. And Zendaya is Mitchie. Save room. For dinner at Dad's. Martin wrote some new books that also became a cult, and now it's time to babysitters, baby elite, elite baby, little sister, big episodes. Hi again. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode from our Patreon. Uh, As you can see, we sing the descriptions. Uh, You can support our show and get more like this every single week by subscribing over at patreon.com slash bscc podcast. I love you. And I kiss you, and Tanner does too, even though he never says it out loud. Goodbye.